Hello! Welcome back, everybody! Welcome back, 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 I'm eight, so proud eight. of everyone, of all of us, for sticking with us. Shout out to you. If you've seen all 19 episodes, just pat yourself on the back. You're the real MVP. You don't want. <laughs> wow. Anyways, we are going to start off this episode like we start off every single episode. So if you don't know our theme song by now, what you doing? So come on, let's all clear our throats together. <clears throat> and it goes like this. Re and Liz, re and Liz, re and Liz, yeah. Ooh. Re and Liz, re and Liz, re and Liz, yeah. Whoa. Re and Liz, re and Liz, re and Liz. Slow yeah. it down. Re and Liz, re and Liz, re and Liz, yeah. And you're watching the Awkward Adventures of Church Girls. Eight. Welcome back to episode 19 of Rhea and Liz, hosted by myself, Kim, and Gloria. Yes, so we're excited to have you guys back. Yes. It's going to be a good episode. Yes. Uh, I got the Phoenix on dick, so just know it's going to be a little intense, you know? Um, just a little bit. Just a little. Just, just a, a little, little bit. Intense. But uh, to kick it off, we're going to start with our song of the week. And this song, let me tell this song literally, like, has been my top worship song from since it came out like i it is just so can please hurry <laughs> okay the song is actually really good i loved it though it's a worship song yeah. by um jubilee worship and it's called no bondage um i would say like when you play the song just be in a safe worship space you know prepared it'd be uh, triggering the tears. Yeah. Like, oh, yes, so uh, if you're driving, maybe pull over. Yeah. Um, because your eyelids might get flooded and you might lose control of the road. Yep. So just for safety purposes, we want you to be okay. Mm -hmm. I would personally recommend uh, a dark corner in your room, but that's that's just <laughs> me. That's just me. <laughs> All right. So here we go. No bondage by Jubilee Worship. Jesus, our hearts are broken. 
you know a song is good when you know the ad libs too yo like when you say, <laughs> and i love the bridge of the song because the bridge is in your presence there is freedom hallelujah i am so you singing you. Oh, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> but yeah it's a great song and i just love like the message in the song that there is no bondage in christ yeah. and like once we hand over ourselves to christ and our lives to christ there's no reason for us to be living in bondage because christ has set us free mm-hmm. or it says whom the sun sets free is free indeed yeah. and so you are free indeed and i think also like the one line that says like no shill no gate no guilt um all my sins erased it's just like like through through anything that you've done any bondage any like cycle that you've been through like there's no shame in it there's no there's no guilt in it he just wants you to be free and he wants your chains to be broken and for you to allow yourself to come to that point yeah. and ultimately ask for forgiveness yeah speaking of forgiveness interesting eh? <laughs> <laughs> yo you see what i did that guys please someone give me credit okay, i am okay. i'm Ooh, funny what is, what is no wow. i i am funny i'm going to affirm myself for a second i am a funny individual and you i can make you laugh yeah that's right but i'm not gonna try right now yeah okay. anyways you glad you got that off your chest yes it was it's been harboring um okay on the altar of my heart so <laughs> thank you thank you very much all right so we're talking about forgiveness today um and i think for me this topic is, is you know when you're living something like it's not as bad like i think when gloria suggested it um a few weeks ago i said no i was just like nah <laughs> It's because someone had done something to me and so I was deciding if it's worth like going to the person or it's something I can just like work through by myself and just forgive them and keep it moving. And I actually did like, I was just like, you know what, I need to learn to pick my battles. This is not something worth like going to the person about and just Mm -hmm. like it's felt to me, it felt pity. So I was just like, it's okay, I'm just going to work through it and I'll be fine. I forgave the person, I moved on. They don't even know that they did wrong and so it's all right. And it's okay because... But at that moment, it was still pressing. And so when yeah. Gloria was like, let's talk about forgiveness. I was like, definitely not. I was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> no pressure. But yeah. And I guess today we're going to talk about just like what forgiveness looks like. Um, and like how, I guess, we've dealt with forgiveness or unforgiveness in the past. Mm-hmm. I think just to kind of start it off, um, the scripture in Ephesians chapter 4 verse 31 and 32 says let all bitterness wrath anger clamor and evil speaking but be put away from you with all malice and be kind to one another tender-hearted forgiving one another as god in christ forgave you and so it's kind of this idea of like you know god has forgiven us of our sins therefore mm. who am i mortal man to be holding on to unforgiveness yeah god calls us to forgiveness because one forgiveness is so unhealthy like and not just like on a mental level like just physically yeah people who harbor unforgiveness tend to have like poor health poor mental health and poor physical health and i think that what it does forgiveness is not even for the other person but it's Mm -hmm. more for us and i always think of like nelson mandela and like when you think of nelson mandela his name is synonymous with forgiveness and he has this quote where he talked about how um 
reconciliation doesn't mean you forget or bury the pain of, yeah. of the conflict that happened to you but reconciliation means that you're working um together or working towards correcting the stuff the wrong stuff that was done to you right mm-hmm. and so sometimes for- forgiveness is not really about like oh like i forgot what happened to me i forgot that this person stabbed me in the back i forgot that um i was sexually abused i forgot that um someone tried to rob me i forgot that someone stole from me like it's not about forgetting what the person has done for you but it's about saying hey i know you did me wrong but how do we move forward from this space and create a healthier environment yeah kind of just acknowledging what has happened yeah and being able to take take the steps forward to move through it and i think also like when i start to think about forgiveness i remember funny enough honestly when i think about forgiveness the first person i think of is medea <laughs> and it's because i grew up on tyler perry movies but um there's this one scene in one of the movies or the plays where she was um, talking to someone about unforgiveness and how forgiveness isn't really for the other person. It's for yourself. And because when you hold on to unforgiveness, there's like you can harbor like depression, anxiety and stress. Mm -hmm. And she was mainly talking about it in a sense that when you forgive someone, sometimes it it may feel like you're giving them power, like as if you just lost the battle, which is why we tend so hard to hold on to that unforgiveness. Like you, you've done me wrong. I refuse to give you another step and and allow you to take the forgiveness. And it, it can even be seen as a sign of weakness. But what like forgiveness really does is it sets you free from that bondage. It sets you free from the chains that you were holding. Because for unforgiveness is really like it's like you're in a in a jail cell. You know what I mean? You you have put this barricade over you and you're unable to see the good in people. You're unable to trust. You've now have all these issues that you didn't have before. But as soon as you're able to be like, I'm not forgetting what you have done to me. Maybe our relationship does have to change, but I'm choosing to forgive you, <clears throat> not for you, but the so that I can move forward and so that I can get on with my life. And I think even when like wanting to choose this topic of forgiveness, I think unlike, I've been very thankful where no one has done me so wrong, where I have had to be like, like it's been a struggle to forgive them. Like it might be over petty stuff. Like you took my candy, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, that still requires a level of forgiveness. (laughs) Honestly, for me. But um, I think the hardest person I've ever had to forgive is honestly and truly myself. And Mm. setting myself free from the bondage that I've put myself in. So, like, Mm. with that question, um, me, I've never actually really had to really, really forgive, really, really forgive someone, I guess you could say. So, like, Kim, like, have you ever had to, like, go through a situation where you really had to, like, go through the process of, like, forgiveness? Yes. But before we get there, because I just need to, like, work my way yeah, into it. Yeah, 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 go ahead. It's one of those things that will, like, literally be crying. So if I cry, guys, I'm still I'm still a gangster. Okay? Let's just, let's <laughs> still just be clear. G. I'm still a G. She's still a G. A capital G and bold. Okay? Um, but um, I think, like, just thinking of forgiveness, um, one thing that always comes to mind is um, there's a pastor. She's an associate pastor at mm-hmm. um, the Father's House, one church. LA and her name is Stephanie Ike and she always talks about how her father was murdered when she was eight months old and then it was only in her adult life that she found out that her uncle who had been part of her life like part of raising her was actually behind her father's murder and when she found out this out she was so confused because she was like conflicted like 
do I not forgive him? Do I forgive him? Yeah. Like, this is my uncle, like, but he killed my dad. Like, he was involved in having my dad killed. And um, she said that one thing that the Holy Spirit said to her was to withhold forgiveness from your uncle is to hold on to a version of him that is not his whole truth. And when I heard that, it made me think of, like, cancel culture and how cancel culture is rooted in unforgiveness yeah. if we're to be completely honest and what cancel culture does it says it assumes us on the other end as self-righteous as mm-hmm. the judge and juror and executor yeah. of a person and says well you're not worthy of forgiveness you're not worthy of a second chance you're not worthy of rehabilitation and changing therefore you are cancelled and you will not be forgiven and you're banished to the other side but then what happens when we're the ones in the space where we have to be forgiven we're like we have apologies and we're like no actually i didn't mean it that was not my intention yeah and with that person it may have been the intention to actually hurt you and it may have been the intention Mm to to do something so they don't feel sorry sorry about it and they don't feel sorry about it but at the same time we're all still children of god we're all still loved by god jesus still died on the cross for all of us and so we're still all worthy of forgiveness and that person who's hurt us who's caused us an intense amount of pain is still worthy of being forgiven um by us Mm -hmm. and just as christ has forgiven us and so for me just in my life and thinking of this journey of forgiveness um i had to and i'm still working through that process but like i had to learn to forgive my biological um father and for me that was a very like it was years and years of work and when i think about it i always think of like that one scene in the fresh prince Mm -hmm. and um okay i'll play it then so y'all can watch it in case you haven't watched if you haven't watched this episode if you haven't watched this episode if you haven't watched this episode mm-hmm. um i would say go watch it and the, and the thing with this episode is like a lot of people will watch it and be like yo that's so deep but like literally i remember the first time i watched this episode i was like wow that's actually my life like that scene the way it played out actually happened to me when i was like 15 i think i was like 14 or 15 mm-hmm. and the only difference is um like in the scene rules dad is actually like physically there but i had that phone conversation and then like the blood like afterwards and he was like i did this without it and it's like i was like wow that's literally me and i remember just weeping and like saying god like i don't want to carry the burden yeah. of um of like that unforgiveness with me like the rest of my life because i could see even though it's acting but like i could see how it affected will's character and Mm -hmm. um yeah okay then i'll i'll talk about it some more yeah so here we go daddy out what's up will (laughs) i'm glad you're here um some business came up i gotta handle so we're gonna have to put a our trip on hold you understand? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's cool. That's cool. Just, just for a couple of weeks. Mm, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little longer. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Look, I'll, I'll call you next week and we'll iron out the details, okay? Yeah, yeah. It was great seeing you, son. You too, Lou. Yeah, um... 
sorry, Will. You know what, actually this works out better for me, you know, and as slim as the summer come to class wearing next to nothing, you know what I'm well, saying? Well, it's all right to be angry. Hey, well, why should I be mad? I'm saying, at least he said goodbye this time. I just wish I hadn't wasted my money buying this stupid present. I'm sorry, I, you know, if there was something that I... Hey, you know what, you ain't got to do no, nothing, I feel like, you know, ain't like I'm still five years old, you know? Ain't like I'm gonna be sitting up every night asking my mom, when's daddy coming home, you know? Who needs him? Hey, he wasn't there to teach me how to shoot my first basket, but I learned, didn't I? Hey, I got pretty damn good at it too, didn't I, yeah, Uncle Phil? Did. Got through my first day without him, right? Mm. I learned how to drive, I learned how to shave, I learned how to fight without him. I had 14 great birthdays without him. He never even sent me a damn card. Die with him! I ain't need him then and I don't need him now. Will. Nah, you know what, Uncle Phil? I'ma get through college without him. I'm gonna get a great job without him. I'm gonna marry me a beautiful honey, and I'm having me a whole bunch of kids. I'm gonna be a better father than he ever was. And I sure as hell don't need him for that, because ain't a damn thing he could ever teach me about how to love my kids. How come he don't want me, man? All right. Okay, so that, if, that scene, like, for me, like, I'm trying not to cry because it still feels like a very real thing to me personally, just the emotions and the idea of like, how come he doesn't want me? Cause that was always my thing. Like, mm. cause my, my biological dad has like other kids that he actually lived with, that he actually raised. And so for me, it was always like, it was more, it wasn't more like, why wasn't he there? But it was like, how come he didn't choose me? Mm. And how come like I wasn't good enough for him to live with or how come I wasn't good enough to be chosen I was like maybe it's because I'm a girl and so I struggled with like all these ideas of like why wouldn't he um pick me but here's the thing like with God God is always so gracious and for me I did have an uncle Phil so um I think I spoke about it like earlier like my dad who raised me because my mom remarried when I was like six and my my dad I don't like calling him my stepdad yeah. it sounds weird so my dad he raised me and he's like my uncle Phil like he was always there and like when I had my like blogs you know with my biological dad I remember I was on the phone and I was and like my parents would always encourage me to speak to him and like create a relationship with him and I'd be like well why he doesn't want to talk to me and then I just remember this one time I was 15 and he said um he would like he was like oh it's your birthday weekend I'll take you out and we're gonna go to the movies we'll go shopping we'll have lunch and I was like oh okay and I really don't want to do it and my parents were like oh this is great you guys will bond blah 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 sound like hurt and then my parents went they were going on vacation like to Victoria Falls Yo, if you've been to Victoria Falls, this place is nice. So I I missed out on a great vacation and I stayed home. And then I remember like um, waiting for him to show up and like the whole, you know, when you're dressed up at 10 and you're ready, like, cause you were told to be ready at 1030. Yeah. And I waited and I waited and it was like 5 PM. And then at that point I was like, Mm, maybe he's not coming and i just remember like my aunt because i was staying with my aunt that weekend she got home and she's like uh did you go out already and come back and i'm like ma'am i went nowhere i've been here the whole time and she's like what and then she's like trying to call him and he wasn't answering his phone and then um 
he didn't like talk to me that whole weekend he sent his sister to call and say oh he can't make it anymore and then on the monday he then called the house and he was like oh i'm so sorry i know i ruined your birthday weekend blah 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 and i just remember like being like well like i don't care like literally i said to hell with you <laughs> and i was just like i don't care like leave me alone and i remember like because it was back in the day when he had recorded phones so you like slam the phone <laughs> and i slam the phone and then i just remember like screaming like <sighs> like on the other end and my parents are just standing there like in shock because they don't know what what to do and yeah. i'm like literally shaking from being so angry and they just like assured me that it's not your fault these things happen don't be angry at your dad you have to learn to forgive him blah 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 and i just like I don't get it though. I'm the one who's been wrong. Why am I forgiving? And then um I realized this was affecting me in like different ways. Like I had so much anger in me. I'd literally shake like that's how angry I was. I'd be like all the time cuz I was just so mad and I like just wanted to punch someone because of what my dad had done. But then as I started like just like really working on forgiveness really working on being bitter and like having my parents constantly speak to me about forgiveness constantly telling me like um you have to build a relationship and I'd always be like why he doesn't even know when my birthday is like we're literally born like our birthdays are six days apart so I'm just like why would he not remember my birthday and I had to like keep working at at that keep working keep praying and just keep asking God because I was like God I want to be able to progress in my life I want to be able to be in a healthy married relationship and um I just want to be able to see him the way that you see him and then I remember I was probably like 21 and um I uh I think I was just like talking to someone and they were talking about how like forgiveness is not for the other person it's for you because mm-hmm. no one has it and I was like okay cool that's great and then um yeah they were just talking about like how like being unforgiving like impacts your soul and then she was like honestly also you have to think about it like maybe that's the best version of a dad that your father could give you because mm. of how he was raised and because i had no idea of how he was raised and that honestly i was like oh yeah maybe this yeah. Is, this for him he thought he did a great job he had a kid he handed over the kid to someone who could take care of the kid yeah. and he thought like hey i did a good job mm. this is the best that i can do and so when i realized that i was like maybe he was actually doing his very best and i even though to me I feel like he could have done better because I'm not in his shoes. I don't have the experiences yeah. that he's had. I don't I haven't lived the way that he's lived. I don't know how what a version of good dad he has and so I had to literally at that point be like, "Okay, I'm not going to hold on to mm-hmm. this anymore." And then I remember I texted him and I was like, "Um, I just want to let you know that I forgive you. I've let go and we're cool." And then I think this was like 21 and he was like, "Oh, thank you, blah blah blah." And then when I was 28, like yeah, just before I moved to Canada, and then um he called me and he's like, "Hey, can I meet with you and have a conversation? I just need to like get some stuff off my chest." And then he started telling me how like his health had taken like a bad turn and he just needed to ask for for my forgiveness because he felt like his life hadn't progressed the way it should have because he had never asked me for forgiveness. So My parents got divorced when I was 3. I was 28. I did not get an I'm sorry for 25 years. And so sometimes you might not even get that I'm sorry. Yeah. And I think that um the 
the unfortunate thing with that whole situation is because of that severe relationship that we had I wasn't able to get to know uh, my other siblings like mm. his kids yeah. um I wasn't able to get to know my grandma his mom who actually passed away this year and so I didn't even have I wasn't even able to process like how to mourn her mm-hmm. um so and I think it's like in uh, Proverbs 17 verse 9 it says love prospers when a fault is forgiven but dwelling on it separates close friends and like not just close friends but, but it separates yeah. family because now I've missed I've missed a whole chunk of mm-hmm. my brother's lives I've missed the opportunity to have a grandma to have cousins that I don't know because he made a choice to do something and um but once I was able to figure it out now I'm like trying to slowly build those relationships which are really still like still really hard because like sometimes it's like triggering like you're like oh these are the chosen ones (laughs) but yeah I think um again like for me the lesson was to forgive and God gives grace and like I was able to still have another dad who could raise me, who could show me the love of God, who could show me the ways of Christ, who could show me what walking in forgiveness looks like. And so I, in comparison to a lot of people, I think mm-hmm. I still have like, I got, I still got a good version of this life because it could have yeah. been bad. Like I could have still grown up without a dad, but I grew up in a home that had a mom and a dad and I had experiences. My dad taught me how to ride a bike. Like we did all the father daughter stuff. So it's mm-hmm. not like I missed out on those things i still had those things i think wow first of all i just want to commend kim for being so vulnerable i know that is a touchy subject for no 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 come on come on you're going back okay okay but i know that that um is such a touchy subject and something that's so recent and something that's so true to who you are like I just want to commend you for that, for being that vulnerable. And I'm just honored that you are not only allowing the people listening to this, but allowing me to be able to be a part of your story and to be able to hear everything that you went through. And I think that whole process, because I mean, it's not over. It's still a process. I think it's it's truly a testament of what unforgiveness can look like, yeah. but what also forgiveness can look like and turning over a new leaf in that, what that can look like. And I think for me, like, as you were talking, I was like, oh, Kim is doing so great. Yes, like, vulnerable story. And then there's a voice in my head that was just like, okay, Gloria, so are you going to tell yours? Yeah. And I was, like, I was like, oh my gosh, stop, no. Yeah. Um, but I think that especially with, I think forgiveness is, is so touchy. Like, because in the word, it says that, like, um, like, what's it called if you don't forgive others your heavenly father won't forgive you Mm -hmm. um it talks about how like you need to cast your burdens onto the lord and how you need to not be anxious and i think for me like it was so hard to think that just the way that that christ died for me is the way that he died for everyone yeah and i think even like i think there was a time where i was just harboring unforgiveness towards myself because i'm very self-aware and very um self what's the word where i 
not discipline myself but where i i'm very so i'm very critical of myself and everything that i do so it was just a process of i i was going through i was struggling through a very serious spirit of like unworthiness and I think for me like going through that process i was like i'm not worthy of mm. this like i i can't like i was like lord like you can't like just don't forgive me i even went through the process of like i would not be able to sleep at night because i didn't know if i was going to make it to the next day because i was so unworthy and it wasn't like a pinpoint thing that like i did significantly that was just like okay gloria this is why god's not going to forgive you but it was just like just like my whole being yeah i felt like was unworthy and my whole being was a disgrace to god and i think through that like i really had to like forgive myself but understand that like christ died for me like mm. and it's still like i it's still a constant reminder like on my wall at home i have i what's it called like i am loved but also i deserve love yeah you know and i think like as much as like forgiving others is so important and so key but i think for those that you've done something wrong or sometimes when you look in the mirror you can't you don't recognize the person that you see i think it's so important to forgive yourself and even when you forgive others like when kim forgave her father i think it was very important like she also forgave herself for doing that that's really good glow like i totally agree with um everything that she said and just like a couple of steps to help you um forgive people um so for one is one is what would jesus do wwjd i was about to say did you have <laughs> did you have the bracelet yeah, I did. yeah okay so what would jesus do and like i think jesus is a great example of what forgiveness looks like like yeah literally people that he came to deliver were like up against him and mm. like listen we're about to kill you because and jesus was like it's all right i'll take it and yeah. jesus took the fall for something that he wasn't even supposed to take the fall for and he still forgave us and he died because of us because of our sinful nature yeah and he was able to hand it over to god and so we should have the same desire to say you know god i can't fix what this person has done to me but i'm gonna hand them over to you and because like walk, walking in unforgiveness it nullifies the redemptive power of christ and we don't want to do that because mm -hmm. god can redeem anyone even the person who like yeah. this person is unredeemable they murdered 20 people god can redeem yeah. that person and it's not our job to um to judge them mm -hmm. um we can judge their actions but we can't judge the person only god can do that and he will like god is a god of justice and so yeah. you may feel like oh like they got away with it no god god is a yeah, god of justice he and all. he sees everything but we have to allow those people to also receive the redemptive power of christ that has been given to us yeah and then the second thing was um from philippians 4 verse 8 and it says finally brethren whatever things are true whatever things are noble whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, mm -hmm. whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report. If there's, um, if there's any virtue and if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. And it's so important to reframe our thought and our, our thoughts towards the person that mm -hmm. we want to forgive, whether it's ourselves or other people, we have to be able to look at them and say, God, 
help me to look at this person the way you look them look at them help me to love them the way that you love them help me to see them the way that you see them yeah because when God sees him, he sees their child that he loves, that he was willing to send his only son mm-hmm. to die for. And so we have to be able to see that person in that way, in that light. The third thing is um, to not seek to punish the person. Like, yeah. it's not our job to 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 be have revenge. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, God has that sorted out. So yeah. we don't have to worry about it. And it, we shouldn't seek to be like, well, they poke my eye, so I'm gonna poke theirs, or like, yeah. you know. And I think it also goes back to like choosing your battles. Like some things you can really forgive, like. But there's people out there who'll be like, oh, last week Thursday you took a sip of my water while I was still drinking it, so I'm gonna so, spit in the water so, that you asked me to give to you. Yeah, like pick your battles. Like some yeah. things you can quickly just be like, it's alright, like. Be clear and say, yo, this was actually disrespectful. Next time I like it if you ask me for my water first. Yeah. But don't like then hold the grudge and be like, I remember 10 years ago, July 15th, 2010 at 3 p.m. That's my birthday. Oh. You drank my water and you didn't ask for my permission. Like, choose your battles. And (laughs) the fourth and final thing is to also pray for those that have wronged you. Yeah. And just to sometimes you won't get the sorry because the person doesn't see that they did something wrong or the person could have died um the person might not even know that they did you wrong and so like again for me i didn't get an apology for 25 years and so and i might not even have gotten one if i hadn't moved i might not have gotten an apology because Mm -hmm. his thinking was oh like if you leave maybe i'll die while you're gone yeah I want to make sure that we're cool like before you leave mm-hmm. so if i wasn't leaving he might not have asked for my forgiveness and so and i wouldn't have had the, the i wouldn't have also been able to ask him for forgiveness for like holding on to this anger for all these years um but i think that we should just constantly be praying for people and it also prayer helps us reframe how we see people it helps us give things over to god it helps us think good things of those people mm-hmm. when we pray for people when we intercede on their behalf it's really hard to be mad at someone that you're, you're praying, praying for. for so it really is so yeah that's like those are the things that i kind of did to get to this point and then also just talk through it with like people who had similar experiences yeah watch like a lot of videos and just like really you have to set your mind to say i want to forgive this person yeah like yes you're not going to forget like i can't forget that my birthday was ruined like it happened Mm -hmm. but i'm not gonna hold that against my dad i'm not gonna have it hanging over his head for the rest of his life like it's not gonna be the thing and i still have to work on certain things like building a relationship with my other siblings building a relationship with my dad like i actually um talk to him a lot more now Mm -hmm. um like at some point i used to talk to him like once a year and i thought that was really great now it's like you know I talk to him like once every like three four weeks and like i ask him how he's doing and i pray for him regularly now and i'm like praying interceding for his health for his yeah. life for his um his family that he has now and so for me i think that's where the real freedom comes and just being able to look at someone and be like yeah we're cool like i have mm-hmm. no i have no beef with my dad and i think um yeah god is good in that way yeah and i think one tangible thing like alongside all the tips that kim gave that i really needed to do to forgive um certain people in my life also forgive myself is i needed to write a letter so i actually wrote a letter to myself um describing how i felt and how the situation made me feel 
and at the end of the letter i just signed it off and i was just like but i forgive you and i give all of my burden i give it to god and i think for me just like physically like i took pen to paper and physically wrote out this letter crying while writing it but in a sense for me that was a sign of of liberation like it was an act of forgiveness and i think i've heard that like some people will now take the letter and burn it and be like Usa, you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> but if you are like me and need like a physical action to make to to like physically show that you like needed to get over this step i know for some people it might be i just need to go for a walk and you know pray or i just need to like physically get out of my like get out of this state of unforgiveness and go into the next step into my life i encourage you to write i think we've kind of lost touch with like pen and paper and like everything's all digital but there's something there's something true about reading the words that you have written yourself on a piece of paper. So I would definitely add that to the mix. But um, how Christian are you? <laughs> Can we close out the girls of the Yes, we're gonna, we're, no, no, no. Like, of course we're gonna close it out. Yes, amen, Musa. Okay, I just needed pray? to get it out there. You can pray and then you can oh, answer Lord. the question. Gosh. All right, let's free. <laughs> thank you god for um this opportunity to just share the good things that you have done in our lives thank you god for the gift of forgiveness lord we thank you that even as we work through the different things in our lives that require us to forgive others to forgive ourselves um i pray god that lord you would teach us to walk in love that god we would see people as you see them that god we would not cancel anyone mm -hmm. but that god we know that what the redemptive power of christ has done in our lives and we're able to extend that same um ability to forgive god to the people who've hurt us and so god even in this season lord for anyone who's listening or watching this podcast i pray god that if they're struggling with unforgiveness that god you would help them that Amen. you would speak to them god and that mm -hmm. you would help them go closer to you i pray god that um, you would just help them, God, to walk through this process and to get the healing that they need to know that, God, you are still a good God. You are still a sovereign God, that regardless of the harm that was done to them mentally, physically or emotionally, that, God, you still love them. You still have a purpose mm -hmm. for them, that, God, you didn't forget them. You never left their side, even in those seasons where... Um, they were hurt, oh God. And so, Lord, I thank you that in this season, as they seek to forgive those who have hurt those or who have hurt them or seek, seek forgiveness from those that they've hurt, I pray, mm -hmm. God, that you would help them to heal through this process in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. So, uh, Kimberly, how Christian are you? All right, so my how Christian for this week is not coming for me it's brought to you by jasmine woo, woo. say hi to the people damn jasmine hey everybody i think you need to speak a little louder for this mic here sorry <clears throat> hey everybody hi hey, jasmine, jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> um so my how christian are you is earlier today i was in class and online on zoom Mm -hmm. And uh, one of one of my friends, a girl that I talk to often, I'm one of the few people who talk to her. Um, she mentioned to the class that she does tarot cards. Mm -hmm. And mind you, this is an online class. I was in the middle of being on Instagram on my phone or whatever, and I <laughs> <Yes>. stopped. <laughs> You're in class. Listen, it's online class. 
Mm-hmm. It's background music too when you're just. Huh? Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> we do not. We do not get <laughs> this message. No, um, but I it made me stop and I was like, wait a minute, and I just had to start praying because I was like, hold up, has she done tarot cards over my life? I, <laughs> what? Like, how did I not know this? And I had to pray about it. Yeah, that's low key scary. So I would yeah. have done the same thing for her. I'd be like, I rebuke in oh, the name I'm of Jesus. In the name. Every word that you have tried to speak over my life is canceled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Thanks, Ooh. Jess, for sharing that. Wow. Um, that's intense. I don't know what I would do, but I'd definitely feel awkward. I would, um, wow. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I would do. Honestly, I, uh, yeah, I'm kind of speechless, actually. Wow, wow, you, you, wow, speechless, you're speechless, uh, but yeah, hmm. Gloria, how Christian are you? Oh my gosh, I thought you'd never ask, um, so, you're so ridiculous, <laughs> I'm so Christian, that, have you guys ever, like, been in a car where, like, the radio's on, or someone's playing, like, music, and it's not, like, your typical music, like, I listen to a very clean playlist, um, but it, it could just be, you know, maybe you, you out with some friends, you know, family re- reunion, like some whatever. And then there's some questionable music, right? So then the music's playing, everyone's yeah. And then like the the like the the cuss word comes on, Ooh. you just be like, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Or you try to block it out. Or you ever have be that person that turns it down at like the cuss word and then turns back the music, yeah. But at that point, should you even be listening to the song? But it, I wasn't on Ox. <laughs> I wasn't, I didn't have the Oxford. You're not like, okay, like I'm those people. Like if I go into a car and the person is like listening to like, just like ridiculous, intense songs with like words, I'll be like, it ah. wasn't like I'm crazy. Like, I'm like, but... excuse me. Uh, I hate to be that person, but do you mind not playing this music right now while I'm in the car? And sometimes it's awkward because then it's like, oh, do you have, I'm like, you, can you play the radio version at least? Like that doesn't have the swear words because it's just awkward. Cause then those things like sit in your spirit, right? And yeah. Then, and then you're thinking something, and then someone makes you mad, and then the first thing you think is a swear word, and you're like, where did that come from? Mm. Yeah. I just I didn't want to be super imposing. They're giving me a ride. I wasn't gonna. I was gonna ask for too much. But yeah, no. I think ever since like I've never been a really big swearer. Like it's just never really been in my vocabulary. But since like like not swearing i'm so attentive that i can like hear it whereas like other people who swear all the time they don't really hear it like in music or in song yeah but like i like flinch like i just i'm like this is shitty me i'm like like, like, oh but yeah that's how christian i am (laughs) cool cool well we hope that you are blessed by this episode yeah so wow i made it through the episode without crying i'm so proud of you i thought i was proud like weep but yeah here we are I was so proud. Even before we recorded, I was like, Kim, what are the tissue boxes doing here? I had to be just in case, you know. Prepared. You don't want to be. Um, no, but th- I think that's also like a testament to just like growth. Like yeah. I can talk about this now without like breaking down into like a little. Like, <laughs> and then when I was five, no, like yeah, 12, I think 12, 15 year old you. Yeah, like 
yeah, I can, I can, I'm cool. Like, I'm like, nah, it's fine. Like, it happened, and it's like one of those things that you know. I, but I definitely, I didn't want it to be something that I carried into like a marriage, yeah, or like raise my kids with like this paranoia. Like, what if their dad leaves? Like, he's not leaving me. So yes, be best, right. we have established that before <laughs> I meet him, sir, wherever you are, just so you. Know. <laughs> Anyways, um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We're going to end off the episode like we usually do. So everybody, let's take a sip of our drink. There's a drink today's drink. Let's clear our throats. <clears throat> and it goes like this. Rian Liz, Rian Liz, Rian Liz, yeah. Ooh, Rian Liz, Rian Liz, Rian Liz, yeah. Whoa, Rian Liz, Rian Liz, Rian Liz. Slow yeah. it down. Rian Liz, Rian Liz, Rian Liz, yeah. And you're watching the Awkward Adventures of Church Girls. Bye. Bye.